Well, here we are in the middle of October, and with October comes a special holiday we all know and love. That's right, Halloween. And what better thing to review on Halloween than the original Halloween? That's right, John Carpenter, 1978, Michael Myers. We're doing it all tonight, babe, on a very... William Shatner faced edition of the review review He's pure evil. <laughs> Welcome to the review review, a show where two small town dudes will give you our big spooky opinions. Uh, I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm well, Boo. pull up the name. <laughs> I'm Ben Tramer. <laughs> that was me all along. What are you talking about, Ben Tramer? The guy from uh, Halloween. That she was a scared that was Oh. <laughs> I got it. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> Tell me you didn't. <laughs> ben Tramer, tell me you didn't. <laughs> we're go already going inside we're jokes go on this one. We're going deep. We're already in going deep. Already. We're already going deep. We just we need to dip in our toes first. We need to get into some news quick before we get into this hot Halloween classic. Hot. Hot. Halloween classic. Uh, JT, I got a bit of Netflix news to start off the bat. Okay. Uh, before we get into some big screen news, I got some small screen news. Tell me you didn't. <laughs> Iron Fist has been canceled. Yep. Been put to bed. Just... No more. Yep. Tis kaput. Took the pillow and put it over its head. <laughs> right. And then waited until he stopped squirming. That's right. Um, now, it's weird that they did this because it's... They don't have to say they canceled it. They could yeah. just not do another one. Yeah. But they went another way to be like, don't worry. We're not doing right. another one of these. <laughs> right. Now, I haven't watched any of Iron Fist 2 yet, which probably says a lot, uh, I've being heard, that they canceled I've it. heard that it's better. I got three episodes in, and I was like, I can see this is better, but it's still that slog. Right. That fucking <laughs> Netflix Marvel slog where they uh -huh. it feels like they have to go through the motions of... Stupid bullshit for three to four episodes before they actually start doing stuff that's interesting to watch. Which is bad, because they already cut three episodes from this season. Yeah. So how much story did they really have to tell over ten exact episodes? Exactly. Come on. You... Just come on. Just come on. Well, with that cancellation... Uh, it's bringing a lot of people to say, well, with that Dune Disney streaming service, is this a thing yet to be shown that all of the Marvel stuff will be pulled off Netflix? Yeah. But Netflix CCO says, nay! <laughs> <laughs> I've come to the rescue! <laughs> Netflix Marvel is here to stay. The CCO, Ted Saradanos, uh, maybe I said his name right, I'm not sure. Um, he said, these, this is a quote. Yes. 
Solid quote from him. These shows are for us to cancel, and we're super happy with our performance so far. Disney can't do shit. <laughs> That's right. Well, at this point, Netflix is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, not Disney big, but heck, it's up there, babe. Yeah. Well, that Daredevil Season 3 is coming out pretty soon. Uh-huh. I think it's like this Friday, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it is, because there's already been like... Um... There's been like two trailers for it. Wait, wait. Somehow we've forgotten to talk about them every time they've come out. <laughs> but they've had like two trailers out already. Uh-huh. Have, you, have you seen? Yeah, I, well, I think I've probably seen both of them. Yeah. So what do you think one. of uh, Daredevil Season 3, what it looks, it looks like? looks good. I think it looks really good. Um, it looks more like the original Netflix stuff that we loved when it first started. Right. Um, and from, I think there's already been like pre-screenings of it like people get like the test screeners of it yeah and they have been getting positive marks okay so maybe we'll do that maybe it'll give it a few weeks yeah before maybe it'll be we'll like give, a monday yeah. up or we'll something. do like a like a monday up three weeks in advance yeah <laughs> that's right or three weeks down the road um but uh but i'm I, that one i'm more curious to see because they're bringing bullseye in mm-hmm and uh wilson fisk is back fisk is back mm-hmm. and i've always i always thought wilson fisk was like a really interesting character because it's yeah. like he's a piece of shit that thinks that he's actually a good person right <laughs> right so and I, uh i love that hopefully i don't know how many episodes this one's gonna be i didn't see but if they're doing like a wilson fisk bullseye thing not that i'm saying it's gonna be like the affleck movie or anything like that yeah but it won't be have that weird split in the season where they'll just do something here for the first 10 apps or not yeah. seven apps and then the rest of it will be completely and even different. if they do do that it, it, it'll be connected in some way because it does right. look like bullseyes working for wilson fist right but even with like the latest season of luke cage and even like jessica jones they seem to like remedy that a little bit yeah they have a little bit more connective tissue yeah whereas the first few seasons of stuff was like totally split mm-hmm. but there you go. We will see. Yeah, we will see. But um, on with more Netflix cancellation news, there's a rumor out there that JT, your favorite, uh, Fuller House may be getting canceled. No! After this uh, What's upcoming, happen? upcoming season four. The have four seasons already? Well, the fourth one will be starting soon. Oh, Jesus. And uh, I guess there's a lot of hot animosity in the writer's room for the like the showrunner because i guess he's just been hiring people he sleeps with (laughs) so this is amazing (laughs) so i guess it's been a a little point of contention in the writer's room i can't believe i work for major guns (laughs) (laughs) so there's that I got. I'm currently working under four penthouse playmates. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, 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 and more superhero news, but still on the small screen. JT. Yeah. CW maybe, uh, if rumor has it correctly, adding another show to their superhero lineup. Just call it the superhero <laughs> channel from now on. They play nothing else now. Don't they have enough shows for every day of the week so far? They probably Already? have enough shows to do two a week. <laughs> or two a day. Um, but the reportedly in development at CW is going to be the Superman television show. 
featuring the Superman they introduced in Supergirl yeah. uh, last season or so. Well, it's just yeah. a r- r- rumor, but uh, that could be a thing. I thought I saw something where they were like, oh, they're going to introduce Lois Lane in the latest in the crossover Arrow event. crossover. Yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I'm going to check <laughs> out that crossover event. I guess Arrow just debuted this newest season this week. I guess they did something nuts. I guess Oliver Queen's in jail or something. Yeah, I guess I read some... Yeah, I was reading some shit where, like, they guess they're getting really risque with this next season. Like, there's going to be, like, a bunch of blood and shit. Uh, okay. So, I don't know. I thought the first season of Arrow was pretty risque, and then they seemed to be tamed down a little bit to, like, yeah. match tone with the Flash, maybe. Yeah. But even the Flash... I don't know. The Flash is fun. An arrow can be something completely different, so... Yeah. But I guess if we're going to do those crossovers, it's, it's not going to be so <laughs> like, harsh. You can't have Oliver it. Queen shooting people in the neck while Flash is, like, <laughs> pushing people real fast. <laughs> right, right. It's like, look at this! I just wrangle up a bunch of guys with a rope! I just killed four people! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> well, what would that... So, what number would that make? It'd be... Arrow. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Flash... Black Lightning, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Batwoman is coming out, too. Is she getting her own show, right? I guess. I think she is. Uh, Yeah, I think. Batwoman. Am I missing one? Technically, iZombie is a a comic property. Riverdale. (laughs) And then, I guess, Superman. That's nine. There you go. So there so are some two a two, days. Yeah, two a days in there. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing one. Maybe I'm not. But see, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I said Legends okay. of Tomorrow. Oh, uh, wait, anyway, that's a lot. <laughs> CW is just dare to defy, man. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> they're just getting butt fucked by comic books. They're just, just all DC over the is place. Blowing their load. If they if they don't even have they even have their own streaming app which Titans just debuted. Yeah. And I guess that's been getting okay marks too. <laughs> okay. But uh I don't know. Like I'm going to probably hop on board that DC app once the Swamp Thing thing the the show comes on. Yeah. Cuz I guess they're going to stay pretty close to the book which is pretty good. All right. So I'll see. I'm I'm not going to do Well, that. I figured. But uh <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. The closest I'll probably come is I I'm, I'm, might look into that D- Disney app, depending on how much it's worth when I it comes out. I guarantee you the Disney app is going to be a thing at my house. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it will be, too, because <laughs> Molly's super obsessed with all those movies. And yeah. like if we have something where you can watch any of them at the tip of your finger, uh-huh. she'll be like, we're buying we're, If we have to <laughs> throw away two apps to get this one, we're going to get this one. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Uh, just added to the fucking stack. Yep. Um, more small screen news, JT. This may be a bit of a, a bit of a downer. It's been, yeah, it's a big TV TV week. Uh, depending on what your thoughts are on this, but Sesame Street is leaving. Or no, I'm sorry. Sesame Street is saying goodbye to one of their longest running performers, Carol Spinney. Yeah, is retiring after 50 years. As playing Bid Big Bird. Oh wow. And Oscar the Grouch. I wanna say from the episodes you watch of Sesame Street, it sounds like Big Bird is like too old for this shit. <laughs> Big Bird's like that Danny Glover of Sesame Street. Like every time Big Bird shows up, just like Fuck whatever, man. Just <laughs> Just get me out of here. 
Uh, I was reading up a little bit on it, and I guess in 2016, he had like he was he actually didn't go in the suit after that, but he did the voice. Yeah, and he had a, his understudy in the suit or whatever. Yeah, and so that's gonna be taking place, I think, after this season. I'm not sure because he started in 1969, <laughs> and uh, God, he's been there since. Yeah. But, like, I've watched a lot of Sesame Street lately. Oh, yeah. And You're like a connoisseur. <laughs> that's right. I've noticed a lot of acting ticks in Big Bird since his little humble beginnings as a large bird that is an imaginary friend named Snuffy that nobody <laughs> else can see, which now everyone can see and is can't lift his The writing ass. has just gone downhill it's on Sesame really Street. It's really taken a shit. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is... Like, Big Bird used to be, like, happy and, like, spry and go lucky, and now he is, like, literally just sad all the time. And it's a big bummer when it's a Big Bird-centric episode. Like, I'm like, where is Elmo at this point? Please, God. I'm getting sad. Big Bird is just then, is like a, is like a closet nihilist. It's like, like, literally one of the latest episodes, I don't know if it, maybe in the last couple years... Big Bird was like, I want to join this big, the cool birds club or whatever. And then a the, cult? And then the, these birds shun him for being different. And he gets sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this stinks. I want to go and join this group called the Jim Jones <laughs> Army. I want to go down to, to somewhere in, in South America and drink some Kool-Aid. And die with thousands. Stupid Big Bird. You stink, Big Bird. Big Bird is... But Carol Spinney, yeah. good uh, good long career there. <laughs> yeah. Made a get, real name for yourself. Get out while a, you still can, Carol Spinney. Playing a big Carol sad Spinney. bird. Jesus. Um, and the last bit of news I got, JT, so you better load up your news right oh, now. Hey-o, hey-o, <laughs> is that Spider-Man Far From Home has wrapped filming, principal photography. Oh, boy. Um, as of, I think, a couple days ago. And what I did not, uh, I think I missed this comment last week, but did you notice that he has a different costume? Really? Instead of the old red and blues, he'll be a little bit of the red and black. His blue Ooh. parts will be all black instead. Well, red and black, that's more <coughs> custom to the Miles Morales. A little bit, yes. But um, it's still the classic, it's exactly like the Civil War suit. Or the uh, homecoming suit, except the blue swapped out with black. Yeah. But he did have a run in the comics where that was his look. So, and who knows? Maybe they'll CG over it, which they did in like all the other oh, movies probably. too. So, who knows, <laughs> JT? Who knows? Nobody does. But anyway, that's all of my news. Gotcha, Troy. Well, I got some more small screen news. Troy, oh it's been a big God. TV, big TV week. Big TV. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, my. You know, I keep up with it. Yep. I know you weren't a big fan. I didn't make it past the second episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for all those fans of it, uh, season seven will be its last season. Oh, man. Its upcoming season 2019 will be the last season of Orange is the New Black. How is Orange is the New Black? Th that felt like it's been on forever, and it's only in seven seasons. Yeah. And Fuller House seems like it just started last year. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised it's at four. It's like, did you did you two seasons in one year? They had to have. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but 
I kind of see it coming though because that last season they did, it felt like they were kind of wrapping things up on that last season. For Orange is the New Black, Black. Okay. yeah. So I, it makes sense that they're that next season is going to be their last season. But it's a big show. A lot of people talk about it. That's right. Not me though. Not you. You not, don't... No, not me so much. But uh... you could give a fuck. <laughs> I heard it's great. It's good. I, I, I believe you. It's good. I believe you. I enjoyed it. Just can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Troy, you still looking forward to that Flash movie? Uh, I don't, is it happening? <laughs> Apparently, it's still happening. It was supposed to come out in 2019. That is not, not happening That now. is not happening. <laughs> it has now been pushed back to 2021. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> so... Wasn't it supposed to be actually happening, first of all, like, last year? I think it was, yeah. <laughs> At this point? This is just, like, the thing they just like, yeah, we'll do it later. God. So there you go. Yeah, so Barry Allen's going to be, like, a 40-year-old man by the <laughs> time they film this fucking Flash movie. Oh, no shit. And um, staying on the DC train, uh-huh. Warner Brothers has uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of rumor Warner Brothers has actually talked that they are done with Superman for the time being. Okay. Now that Henry Cavill has gone kaputz, they're just like, fuck it. He's on the outskies. And, uh, yeah, maybe they're going to focus more on these uh, outskirts-type characters with their upcoming films. Okay. Like, they're they're still doing the Batman one, I guess. Sure, Matt Reeves is maybe still on. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. it feels weird that they're just, like, scrapping... Because, like, Batman's been done so much, you think they would try and, like... Out of out of the two, you would think they would go more try and do a new Superman as opposed to a new Batman. Because yeah. Batman's been done so much. Yeah, but Batman puts butts in seats, though. He does, but I think if Superman's done right, he could put probably more butts in seats. Yeah. He's the, like, most popular superhero ever. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just like they just don't know what to do with him. I know. Or if they do do something with him, it's just like they get someone that's just like, I want to make him angsty and hate the world. Because, like, I don't know what... I don't know what the producer's thoughts are on it. You know what I mean? Because Snyder came in and had his own take on it. Yeah. Which, love it or hate it, I thought Man of Steel was okay. But, like... Further down the line, I thought his take on this universe was a little darker than I needed. Like, not everyone needs to be Batman, you know? Yeah. And the only story they usually ever tell is, like, an origin story. I feel like that's what they would do again, because, like, everyone yeah. feels comfortable with that story. I mean, with the with the Man of Steel, they tried to do a story that wasn't the origin. Like, they, they threw right. in bits and pieces of it, but it, he was still... Like, older, and, like, all the things they did in terms of an origin were kind of, like, flashbacks. Right, but it still was, the movie was as, like, Superman's first day. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, it was, like, his, oh, I found my suit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I guess I better fight Zod now. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'll just break his neck. Yeah, fuck oh, it. Oh, it's my first day. Yeah. Don't hate me, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Quotes from Man of Steel, we love them. <laughs> yeah, it's... What a movie. Good movie. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, but I can also see them, like, letting go of him. Because if they've got other things down the pipeline already trying to get started, yeah. then why keep him on board? Yeah. To wait 
for yep. eight years. Yeah. And with the whole with the whole trend of Marvel, like really deep diving into a lot of these characters that they have, like why not like try and deep dive like DC try and deep dive and try and find like some interesting characters that people aren't really yeah uh familiar with but could be interesting given the right script. Right. I mean you get you're seeing like Aquaman, I never thought ever I'd see an Aquaman movie. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Aquaman, I never you got Shazam. Ever I'd out. see a Shazam movie. Yeah, Shazam and uh, Suicide Squad two. Yeah. With with an actual competent director, <laughs> like I even like read something where they were like talking about just completely rebooting it now that James Gunn is gonna be like redoing it. Fine. Yeah. I'm a f- I'm fine with it. Yeah. Just be like, oh yeah, they, they still call it Suicide Suicide Squad two, but it's like. The events of the first one never happened. <laughs> or they just do a last time on Suicide Squad, yeah. and they just don't show anything. It's just made up things. Yeah. We're a team, and now into the <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, S- Slipknot died. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Troy uh-huh. Netflix. Back in the Netflix train. Yes. Apparently they are in the process of making a Dracula miniseries. What? And okay. to uh, perk your ears a little bit more. Okay. It is being made by the uh, producers and creators of the BBC show Sherlock. Ooh, okay. I am interested. So there you go. Did you ever see the last season of Sherlock? No. I, I think I watched up until... The uh, episode when uh, Moriarty dies, spoiler, and then uh, right. Sherlock like acts like he committed suicide or something. That was like the end of the season. It was like end of end of like season two or three, okay. I think. And then after that, like I I watched, I tried to watch the episode after that, but it was like it felt weird. Okay, where they like the whole episode had didn't have Sherlock in it at all. It was just oh. Watson being like. <laughs> Oh, something's not right here. I feel like Sherlock's still alive, but I don't know. And then there's just like these small things being thrown at him here and there where it's like, only Sherlock would know that. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, ah, this feels weird. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shucks. But, shucks. <laughs> shucks. But no, I'm interested in a, in a Dracula series. I think Dracula's a pretty interesting uh, character. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and uh yeah, I, that's uh, that's all my news. All right. Very good. Very good. Well. Is that is that beer done? Oh, it's close to done. You know what else is done? These fucking trailers, man. That's, They're fucking movies. These fucking Put them movies, out already. <laughs> That's a fucking movie. Put them movie. out, yeah. man. These fucking movies, man. <laughs> fucking movies. What do you got for trailers, bruh? Uh, well, I've got two. Or uh, three, actually. Oh. Three. Um, I also have three. Okay. Do you want to start? Nope. Okay. I want you to start. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Uh... <laughs> There is a trailer out for a uh, smaller Nicole Kidman film called Destroyer. Okay. Which looks pretty interesting. It looks like she uh, kind of does a uh, monster's ball type scenario where she, like, uggs herself up. Okay. And she either... 
I can't tell whether she plays like a cop undercover or she plays a cop who's dirty that's like robbing a bank. Oh. Like, it's one of those two, but it looks intense. So, uh, I don't know. We'll I see. saw the thumbnail for this, but I didn't look into anything about it. I was like, eh, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> it could be good. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. You see this? Hear about this? Hear about this? But I mean, I don't know. I'll probably listen for reviews or whatever and see if it's any good, but I don't know. She definitely uggs herself up quite a bit. All right. So, you always know that's good. Cheers to Uggin. Yeah. Here's the Uggin. <laughs> Cheese of the freaking weekend. I'll hug to that. I'll hug to that. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and uh, they also put out a they put out a teaser trailer for the live action Aladdin. This is one of mine. What do you think, Troy? <laughs> oh, it looks like you're trying to choose your words wisely. I think it looks pretty um, faithful to the animated one. Uh, I feel as if I need to see more to make a firmer judgment call on it. Yeah. But I think it looks promising. I need to see more for sure. But from what I saw, I'm not a fan. (laughs) Okay. I don't think I like how Aladdin looks. I don't. I think he looks okay. He looks like he was like pulled out of like a theater troupe. <laughs> or it's just like it, it looks yeah. like it looks like I a like high how school. You're getting all of this out of the, the it's teaser. Like, he, like, like his like, like the small bit of like that I see of Aladdin in his costume. He looks like he was like fresh out of a high school production of Aladdin. Well, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I completely disagree. Uh. But uh, there's not a lot of uh, two Aladdin, just a vest yeah. and a fez. Yeah, and some hammer pants. And it's yeah, and it's not. There's not a lot to to see. I mean, the lamp looks okay, I guess. They go into that sand lion. Yeah, and the sand lion doesn't even look like. I don't know. It just it just looks like a temple. Yeah, I didn't figure it'd be actually a. Talking yeah, it wouldn't one. wouldn't be an actual talking <laughs> lion head coming out of the sand. Right. But I don't know. I'm just. Aladdin is like probably my favorite Disney movie mm-hmm. out of all of them. So it needs to hit its marks. Yeah, this is the one where I'm going to be really critical of it. I really wanted to see the genie. In I this. wanted to see the genie too. I want to see. And I know they're how getting off on up. withholding. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> see how much Will Smith fucks up the genie. Okay, so I was after I saw it, I was trying to think how they're going to do it, and I really think they are not going to try to recreate. The Robin Williams one. Yeah. He's going to go and do his own thing. But, um, I don't, I, I'm on the fence because that's why I really like Aladdin is because of the genie and all of his antics and stuff. Yeah. But are they, if I saw another take on it, I'd be like, good, but (laughs) yeah, I really liked that other one. Robin. Yeah. There's no way you can fucking match Robin Williams and his, no, his craziness. He he was a literal insane person. Uh That's the only person that could make that work. Will Smith (laughs) is insane in a completely different way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Robin Williams is like mile a minute. Insane. Will Smith is like Scientology insane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I don't know. I really need to see that. Yeah. I really need That's to gonna see be it. the make or break, I think, for the whole movie is if Will Smith can find a way to convey the genie where it's like it's different, but good. Yep. I agree. So we'll see. We can see that first we'll definitely, trailer. We will definitely see. What if they don't show any of the genie up until like the movie just comes out? They <laughs> oh, don't show no. it in any trailers or oh, anything. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! They only like tease it at the end, like of that'll the only be a sign that they have no faith in it. Then <laughs> I know <laughs> they'll be like, we can't show this to any. No one will see this movie if we oh, show this awful genie. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Uh, what else you got? Uh, my last one is the uh, newest trailer for Split, or not Split, <laughs> Glass. Glass. Yes. That's coming that's what out. I got too. And uh, I mean, I'm curious for it. Uh-huh. I do want to see it. I think this trailer makes it look better than the last one did. But I think we even talked about this when we like met up on Saturday. They are leaning real heavy into the whole... Yeah. Like... Superheroes. Yeah, yeah, like, you are superheroes. You think you're superheroes. Yeah. Super villains. We're the super villains. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, all right. <laughs> I mean, I know Unbreakable with Mr. Glass still had, like, a weird comic booky tangent. Yeah. But it didn't, like, lean so heavy into yeah, it. Yeah, like, th- the thing about Unbreakable was I liked that Mr. Glass was obsessed with the comic book origins of things and that's what made him interested in in uh, bruce willis uh-huh. but in this like even the fucking doctors are like you think you're comic book characters <laughs> it's like you're doctors <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like why are you obsessed with comic books <laughs> oh my <laughs> and then just coming from split too that is Nothing yeah, to do. Nothing new with comic books. It was it's like just a, a guy thriller. With, yeah, it's just a guy with a split personality. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's weird. I'm still excited to see it. Yeah, I still want to see it. And I'm I'm thinking for uh, January, since not a lot's going on in January, you might do a dive into the Shyamalaniverse. Okay. Which would be interesting. I haven't, I haven't seen Unbreakable in forever. I haven't either. I own it. Didn't we just recently do Split or just one of us talk about we, it? I think we individually talked about Split when we saw it. Like, okay. I don't know what we've been watching. Okay. Okay. But there's still some Shyamalan stuff I haven't seen yet either. Yeah. Some, of, But they're probably going to be stinkers. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to do some... Uh, I was just thinking of just doing uh, Unbreakable and Split. About okay. I don't know, maybe if, then, if we think of, like, some really good ones, if there's, like, some ones that stick out, we might do, like, some mini-ups of, like, some good Shyamalans. Okay. But I don't know. Well, that's down the, that's down the that's line. That's down the pipeline, though. <laughs> we don't have to worry about that now. Um, so, yeah, Glass, it, Glass could be hit and miss for me. Yeah, same here. I'm on, I'm on the same boat. The only other trailer I have is that I just randomly caught... The, like, preview trailer for the next season of Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. And it looks like they're going batshit insane (laughs) with this. There is a murderous unicorn (laughs) in this. There's a fairy godmother who's ready to stomp some asses. Like, does she say I'm ready to stomp some asses? She says, I'm going to kick your ass or something in it. (laughs) And she looks like the Cinderella fairy godmother. Oh my god. 
And there's a few characters... Uh, I haven't kept up with any of these CW shows, obviously. Yeah. Legend of Tomorrow, probably the least of. But there's other characters in this they must have introduced in previous seasons that I don't even know who they are anymore. Yeah. But now that Constantine guy is now on the show, the Matt Reeves Constantine guy. Yeah. He's like a staple of the show. Oh, wow. Um... He's never stopped being Constantine ever since his NBC show. I mean, he's good. He's good at it. And, like, once he got let off from there, he, like, guest starred in, like, Arrow, I think, for an episode or two. And then he, like, voices him every single animation <laughs> that, he, that he shows up in. He's the voice. And now he's just, like, a staple in this show. Well, I might maybe just check out a few apps to see, like, what the fuck is going on in it. Because <laughs> it looks like they're just, like... We could be canceled at any moment. Let's just fucking go with <laughs> yeah. hog wild. Let's just they're do like, whatever we want. They're like Conan when he found out he was getting canceled. He's <laughs> yeah. like, let's buy a Corvette made of gold. <laughs> it pretty much looks like that. So, yeah, that's all. That's the only other one I got. Nice. Well, uh, grab me a beer, Troy, and I'll dive it. into the Tournament of Random Movies. Uh, ah, yeah, there we go. Get that in there. Uh, of course, last week we had, uh, God damn, why can I never remember? I have to like look directly <laughs> at them. We had silent movie versus white man can't jump. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think won Troy? Did you see one? I, I voted early. Um, what'd you so vote I, for? I voted for silent movie. You voted for silent movie. I really? Did. I did. Well, Troy, I'm sorry to say it was pretty much trounced <laughs> oh, no! by white men can't jump. It was like, you must have been the only vote because it was like, there was like 80% white man can't God jump. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So unfortunately, silent movies out. White men can't jump in there alongside Crazy Rich Asians, The Princess Bride, <laughs> Jerry Maguire, Street Fighter, and The Meg. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got two more matchups left, Troy. All right. So we're getting close to those the quarter. I love a quarter. The quarter. I love quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Our our uh, next matchup, one from 2006, involving a famous comedy troupe. Okay. And one from 2011, which is a horror film. But uh, takes kind of a, an interesting take on it. Okay. The one from 2006. Bring on the beer. They've got the nuts. <laughs> beer fest. It's beer fest, Troy. I was going to say that. I couldn't remember when Super Troopers came out. <laughs> but it had to be one or the other. Yes, there you go. So the 2006 beer fest is uh, up. And the one from 2011. I don't know if you'll get this one. I'll still try it. <laughs> It's okay. kind of it's a little bit obscure, but we'll see. From 2011, did you remember to lock your door? The cabin in the woods. It is not cabin in the woods. Shit. All it right. is the uh, mildly obscure horror film. You're next. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. I, I, you're next is one of those ones where like I don't think about it, but then when I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, you're next. That's pretty good. Never saw it, but I thought <laughs> I thought it went over pretty well. Like mm. it was one that nobody was really paying any attention to, and yeah. then it came out, and they're like, "That was pretty good." Yeah, like the previous four makes it look like every typical like 
masked killer horror film, mm-hmm. and then you get into it, and then, like, uh, it's not like a big, like, you kind of hear about it without really knowing, but, like, one of the family members is, like, a trained, like, merc, and just, like, <laughs> fuck, like, I, like, I don't know, like, it, it looks like a t- your typical, like, oh, this family's being invaded by these yeah. masked killers, and then it's, like, one of them just, like, steps up and just starts kicking their ass. <laughs> And it's like, shit, I did not see that coming. All right. All right. So it's, I don't know, your next is pretty fun. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Beer Fest versus your next. Okay. We'll uh, see what you people decide what? next week. <laughs> What's your favorite part of Beer Fest? <sighs> I think when they introduce the, that, the <laughs> yeah, twin. I know what you're going to Because that's my favorite part, too. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's twin is probably my favorite part. Okay, that's my favorite part too. Great. Yeah. Uh so cast your votes for this coming week. There you and go. We'll, uh, go to uh, review review pad on review Twitter. Review pod on Twitter. And then uh next week we'll have the last matchup in the first round and then we'll get into the quarter of a quarter finals. <laughs> Great. Can't wait. Uh so we'll be looking for your answers in the poll. Yeah. Tell you who wins next week. Oh yeah. Well, you don't really got any bad news, do you? Before we move on. No, no bad news. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no bad news. Well, then, then we get into the nitty gritty. The need, the nitty gritty. Their first spooky movie of the spooky season, 2018. Yeah. Dropping October 25th, 1978. Wow, they even. Aimed pretty close for Halloween when it came out. That's right. Halloween release. <laughs> With a budget of $325,000. It is pretty small. <laughs> uh, it domestically made $47 million. <laughs> Then worldwide, it on to run, made $70 million. Sheesh. Not too shabby for a maybe close to a quarter of a million dollar budget. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 93%. It's pretty high. IMDb has it at a 7.9 out of 10. Metacritic has it at a 78%. Wow. That's right. Uh, This ranks number three uh, in Halloween movies domestically. Yeah. Can you guess the two that beat it? Man, Halloween movies. It's the actual Halloween movies. Yeah. Probably Nightmare Before Christmas. No, no. It's like actual Halloween but. Oh. Franchise movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. The Rob Zombie ones? The Rob Zombie one, the first one, is number one oh domestically. My God. But what was number two? Uh, <laughs> H2O? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was. Halloween Water? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Spooky water. <laughs> Spooky water. Halloween water. Yep, 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 yep. None of them have the acclaim that this one does. <laughs> no. So, we'll see what the next one brings. Uh, yeah. I've, I've heard decent things about the new one. I've been trying to keep away from it. I don't want to... I've heard wanna... I've heard decent things. Okay. Just saying. I heard things. I heard things. I heard things. I heard things. <laughs> you... I like you. <laughs> I love a bad Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh my. We're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, we are, but I'm glad we like it. Uh I got a bunch of notes on this. Oh, but okay, so JT, what happened in Halloween? Well, we uh come across a young Michael Myers dressed as a clown that brutally murders his very fast sex having sister. <laughs> And uh, after, uh, what is it, like 15 years? No, 25 years or something. Uh, it's 15, I think 15 it's 50, years. After 15 yeah. years uh, being locked up in a mental asylum, he escapes despite the warnings of his doctor, Dr. Loomis, and uh, goes back to his hometown of Haddonville, or Haddonfield? Haddonfield. Haddonfield, Illinois, <laughs> where he comes across a... Oh, what was Jamie Lee Curtis's character in it? Lori. Yeah, Lori Strode. Comes <laughs> Did across... you watch this movie? <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. <laughs> comes across Lori Strode and follows her back to where she is babysitting uh, a child and also communicating with her two other friends who are also... One is babysitting. One just wants to fuck. <laughs> They're down to pound, man. Oh yeah, they're both down to down to bang, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the uh, the the uh, psychological scary antics Ooh. that arise from the stalking Michael Myers. That's right. Very good. Very good synapses. Synapses. I want to talk about the first like two minutes of this a lot. Really? <laughs> yes. So, it's too... I already knew the opening of this movie before I ever saw it for the first time. Yeah. I'm a, I couldn't tell. I watched it this time with a critical eye to see, like, if you could tell that if it's a child's hand reaching yeah. for all this stuff. Yeah. Before, like, he goes outside and unmasks himself. Yeah. Uh, um, But I think you can. Yeah. Like, it's... They, when he it reaches, is a child's hand. When he well, when he reaches for the knife, they blur the, like it's out of focus. Oh, okay. So you can see him grabbing out of the drawer. The only thing you can see clearly is the knife, and then when he goes to grab it, it kind of like gets yeah. out of view again. That knife he has. There's no reason to have a knife that big. <laughs> it's literally like when they unmask him outside. It's literally like half the size of him. It's quite. A it chef's is knife. such a giant knife. <laughs> And so, <laughs> the uh, also when the boyfriend's in the house and uh, Michael Myers is like peeping from the outside, he's like, "Come on, babe, let's go upstairs." Literally has sex for twenty seconds. It is so fast <laughs> because by the time they race upstairs, it, yeah. he sees the light turn on. He comes in, he grabs comes a in, knife, grabs a knife. The boyfriend's leaving. He's getting his shirt on, ready. To play. I'll yeah. see you later, babe. Yeah. And I'm hey, like, thanks for the good time. <laughs> like I'm surprised she didn't like look pissed when he went went upstairs. Or she was like, God, he literally blew a load in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Not even a minute, man. Yeah. He was not even a minute. 30 man. seconds max. So fast. And that is not the only time sex happens quickly in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's another near the tail end that I'm like, that went abruptly quickly. Um, <laughs> but so he. It's all about the guy. 
Make sure the guy gets off. That's all that matters. He races out of the door, somehow does not see Michael Myers. With a knife. With a knife backlit by a kitchen light. Yeah. There's a lot of no one really sees Michael Myers in this. Yeah, I mean, uh, grand. it's a horror movie. I'll just take it as like, okay, you didn't see him, whatever. Goes upstairs, sees his sister combing her hair topless. Yeah, and uh, that's a, that's a got to make sure I get all these these sex gnarls out of my hair. <laughs> get these sex <laughs> sex knots. Got out these of sex knots in my hair, and uh, just goes upon stabbing her a few times until she's dead. Races downstairs where the parents are pulling up. Yeah. Granted, this is all like in two minutes. Yeah, it's all in real time. So he goes outside. They say, Michael takes off the mask, it's revealed to Kid, and he's, like, standing there shocked or stunned or whatever that he's just murdered somebody or he's in, like, some sort of trance or whatever. Well, they insinuate that something's fucked up with him. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll we'll talk more about it as it goes in, but, yeah, like, something's not right with him. (laughs) I Yeah. And then I also want to say, because this is in real time, if the sex would have happened... In real time, and not like in thirty seconds, those parents would have been there to catch him right in the act. Well, she, no, she knew that he was a one. She knew that he was gonna fuck easy. I, I suppose <laughs> like, so. Well, my parents are gonna be home any minute, so you better just fuck me now. <laughs> or it's like it was one of those. It's like, where's Michael? I don't know. He's somewhere. Could, let's just go fuck where he could yeah. be. Maybe maybe he was like know. maybe he was like such a virgin that she just showed him his tits, <laughs> showed him showed him her tits, and then he was like, oh, oh. all right, we'll see you later, babe. All right, so, uh, <laughs> if we both take our shirts off, I'll blow a load in my pants. So uh... <laughs> easy peasy, no no clean yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, no 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 pregnancy scare with this one, babe. <laughs> Just show me your tits and I'll blow a load. <laughs> this has gotten really, really blue right off the bat. Um, so anyway, there's the opening right there. Yeah. And then it jumps to 1973, I think. No, it's eight. Because it's like 67 or 60. 63 and then it just jumped to 78, yeah. Where it came out. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And, um... It cuts to, is that where it cuts to, like, Loomis right off the bat driving with his nurse? Yeah, he's driving with a nurse. Who, like, is in such a nurse costume that I thought it was a Halloween costume. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're pretty close to Halloween. Maybe she's coming back from a Halloween costume (laughs) as a nurse. To go to a mental hospital? Yeah. I don't know about that. But then, uh... Keep in mind, you're third, like... $300,000 $300,000 went into this. Like, it's not like a blockbuster I film. Get it. I get it. I'm just saying it. I laughed. I thought it was funny. Um, and they get to the mental hospital where he's at to visit him. He's been doing it for the last 15 years. This Loomis guy, he's trying to get, trying to get and crack that nut that yeah. is Michael Myers, but he hasn't spoken in 15 years. Yeah. So, I want to know how much he's really gotten out of him. How yeah. how has he made this diagnosis? Well, no, like um, I don't know. Well, I got uh to go into it. I think I probably like this a lot more than you because I fucking love this movie. Okay, <laughs> but like I I think a lot of like what they draw from in this is like a lot of like 
the fear of the unknown almost. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of like Loomis's diagnoses is because he's so he he is so befuddled by like what Michael Myers is that he just draws these crazy conclusions. I can see that. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate this movie. Okay. I, no, I, no, no, I'm no, just no, no. picking at it because no, no, no. yeah, no, I, I, it's fun to talk about the the dumb sex, <laughs> the dumb fast sex. But yeah, no, I I first of all, I want to bring up this is the third John Carpenter film we've talked about. Is it real? Oh yeah, yeah it is because <laughs> we've talked about. Big Trouble in Little China and uh, Escape from New York. So yeah. this is the third John Carpenter film we've talked about. And, like, I remember watching this in a film class I took at, like, the community college that I was at. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it there, and I was like, eh, it was all right. It's a little slow, but I like it. What's mm-hmm. whatever. And watching it this time, I think this might be up there as, like, my favorite of all the John Carpenter films we've done so far. So I mean, far, I would uh, yeah, because I mean it's 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 definitely lower budget than everything else that he's done that we've talked about on here. But it's like there's a lot of things in this that I really liked, and you can almost tell because a lot of this is movies movies ripped off a shit ton. Yes, because it's like that whole like this is like the the first like official slasher, slasher film. Yeah, so like you can see what they borrow from it, but like seeing like the original product of like the original slasher film, you can see the things that John Carpenter tried to convey in this that the other ones kind of missed. And I really like that about this. Such as? Like, I feel like a lot of the the slasher films after this really focus a lot on the sex. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you have sex, you die. And, like, I even, like, read, like, like, a small thing John Carpenter did where he, like, did, like, an interview where he was like, I only had them have sex because it was an easy way for them to be vulnerable to die. Yeah, I like, read that same thing. Yeah, like, I was he was like, I didn't really search. give a shit that they were that, like, I didn't want to like portray the theme that if you fuck, sex you die. Yeah, yeah, sex evil. <laughs> I just wanted to get them in a in a vulnerable situation where they die. And how what I pulled from this was like they they kind of like play on like a theme of like how like Michael Myers is like this ultimate predator and like humans are so domesticated that they could literally be stalked by like the worst of the worst and not even care or even joke about it. Like they, like Michael Myers, like almost conveys himself like a, like a prowling lion through most of this with that fucking Mm. station wagon. He has (laughs) like, he just like sneaks up on people and they're just like, Oh, that's whoever. And, and like, they really play on like that whole, like you could literally be, stalked by the person's gonna murder you and you could never know yeah and in, in broad daylight nonetheless yeah i actually really um going through this i really liked that he does do a lot of his prowling i'll should i should say in broad daylight yeah and maybe it was just because it's easier to film th- than shooting at night yeah but um it made it like People, it made people feel more vulnerable that he's like can be out there in broad daylight. Oh yeah, but it's it's still kind of weird because he can't really hide himself. No, unless he's in his station wagon, he's in full on like coveralls and like a bright white face mask, giant white face. But um, the only thing is that where they go from here, where it's like the origin of the slasher movie, it takes a turn where I think I like how they portray the slashers more in future movies. Okay. 
but I'm still on the fence. So, because, like, in this, he's, like, a man. Yeah. Like, granted, he's nutso, but he is a man. He, like, can drive a car, which I find weird, because yeah. I've seen future movies first. So, my uh, ideal picture of, like, a slasher yeah. is, like, an unstoppable monster. Mm-hmm. Because they do that even with Michael Myers in future movies. He becomes oh, yeah. This, yep. He becomes yeah. Jason, pretty much. Yeah. Where, but Jason didn't start like that either. Yeah. He just turned into this monster that is just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And I do find that scary because then when he just can, in this movie, where he'll like just be out, like peeking around a bush and then he's just gone, it's just like, well, then how'd he do that? Yeah. He's just a dude. Like, how did he pull that vanishing act? But I think that's the, the I think the main thing that they kind of played throughout this whole movie was like, there's so many things that are unexplained that that's kind of what I think John Carpenter was trying to portray. Like there's even, there's like a throwaway scene that I liked a lot and I almost probably would have missed it if I wasn't paying attention. But like, there's like this scene where, uh, the groundskeeper is like the groundskeeper, of the cemetery where like uh-huh. Judith Myers is buried uh-huh. is walking with Dr. With like Dr. Loomis. And they're just walking through the cemetery and he just starts telling this story about, Oh, yeah, this reminds me about this story 15 years ago where mm-hmm. this guy, like, this this guy <laughs> lived, this with his, guy? lived with his family and, like, <laughs> and like they had to lock him up because he grabbed a hacksaw and he woke up one day and, and then just cuts a story off. Right. And it, it drive, drove me crazy because I was like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I wanted to know, too. <laughs> but I think that's kind of, like, what yeah. he's trying to convey in this where it's, like, the unknown is the thing that drives, like, the, the main thing out of this is, like, the unknown almost drives you more crazy than the actual killer. Yeah. Like all the things like Dr. Loomis seems like this stressed, insane individual, mainly because he just doesn't know what Michael Myers is. And he just makes up this shit to try and convince himself that, Oh, well then he's this. And then he's this. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you that the unknown is scary. That's a reason why I really liked the movie The Strangers. Yeah. It didn't have, like, it wasn't, had it didn't have strong parts all the way through, but I love that you never find out who was behind yeah. all the killings or whatever. Yeah. That you just terrorize these people and show up in the house mm-hmm. with masks on. You never figure out who they are, don't know what their motives are. They're just here to yeah. murder people. And, and the thing about Michael Myers in this is that, like, I love the idea where, like, he can be so close to you, mm-hmm. and yet you will not feel threatened right. until it's too late. Right. Like there's even like, in the, like the scenes when like he actually kills people, like they do like these small things that are really fucking cool where it's like, once you realize you don't, once you realize you're fucked, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the whole scene when, um, Annie dies when she, uh, the door to her car's locked. Oh Yeah. So, like, she goes back and gets the keys, and then she opens the door, and it opens right away, and then she sits in the car, and she's like, oh, fuck. And that's when Michael Myers kills her, uh-huh. where it's like, shit, yeah, it's just like, like, if you would have, like, if you would have just, like, no, like, realized that, would have been like, oh, shit, it's unlocked, well, I shouldn't really, something's fucked then, something's right. wrong. But it's just like, we're so used to just, like, wandering through these situations, like, I would have done that. Yeah. Just like open the door and walked in, sit in, like, all right, I'm gonna get ready to wait a minute. That wasn't locked before. Oh fuck, I'm dead. Right. <laughs> but a good a cool thing that happens in this movie too, it takes place in like a town that's fairly wholesome. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Even the even the sheriff is like, nothing happens here. Like, why are you making such a big stink of all of this? Whereas, like, future movies, like, in the Friday the 13th franchise, all take place at the, this spooky campground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just spooky because, like, that's the vibe that the movie brings to this kind yeah. of place. But it's not like, the, it's like this remote, faraway place where, yeah. like, you're by yourself and alone. You're, like, in a community. Yeah. And this guy is stalking you in broad daylight. Yeah. And, like, can be around any corner or whatever. Exactly, And yeah. so, like, people can wander around. Like, nothing's wrong. Like, yeah, yeah it's dark outside. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna go outside in this t-shirt and I gotta go meet my friend to go screw. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like, yeah, like, Annie fucking goes out and does her laundry. Right. In, like, a fucking men's men's like button up shirt uh-huh. and like she gets stuck in there and then she's like she's like super vulnerable stuck in that fucking window <laughs> trying to crawl out because the right. door locked right she never questions like why did the door close why is it locked she's just like oh that sucks and then tries to like crawl out of a window getting stuck where it's like you don't you don't realize that there's something that might be something out there that closed the door but right. I, but again that goes on to the whole thing where it's like we're so we're so used to like being safe in these communities and being so domesticated that when something pops up that's out of the ordinary, we don't think twice about it because it's like, well, it's probably nothing. Yeah, exactly. Or it's a joke or it's a prank. Right. Um, <laughs> the one thing about uh, her, Jamie Lee Curtis's friends is that I know Jamie Lee Curtis was 19 when she filmed this. Yeah. And it was her first role. Yep. But, like, everybody else looks like they're 30-year-old teens. <laughs> yeah, I think she's, she's the only teenager in the whole thing. And, like, even Chelsea said that when she came in the room. was like, are these 30-year-olds prancing around to being, like, 19-year-olds? I'm like, yeah, yeah kind of. No, they're supposed to be in high school. Well, yeah, whatever. Because they're talking yeah. about going to the dance tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're... Even, like, the guys, like, they look 30. The women, maybe yeah. it's also, like, the old fashion of the time, too, yeah. but they look like something, like, my mom would wear. Fucking nerdy-ass Bob. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the Bob biggest dweeb. Bob is the biggest dweeb, but he's getting <laughs> screwed by, like, the hottest chick. <laughs> That's what was cool at the time, bro. Hey, man, get those thick-rimmed glasses, man. <laughs> yeah. You'll get banged. Um, also, <clears throat> because this movie came out and it was the first of its kind, I felt like... It didn't really have... It, it was setting tropes to be tweaked still. Like, I don't find Michael Myers driving around in a station wagon very threatening. Yeah, I, I can see that. But I do like the idea of it because... Like, I like the idea that, like, he's driving around in this car that almost kind of makes him an authority figure. Which almost makes him more threatening that he can just drive up and, like, people be oh, well... It says, like... Like, it says, like, oh, like for, like, official use only or something on it with, like, right. that Illinois <clears throat> state seal on it. Right. So it almost makes him more threatening that he can drive up and um, almost like this authority figure and you won't think anything of it until you're just like, oh, shit, it's a white-faced killer <laughs> and then it fucking murders you. <laughs> I suppose. But, like, I, I just but, couldn't get – I'm like, that is not scary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. It's like, yeah <laughs> – it's not scary, but it's, like, he's, like, kind of, like, wearing this sheath of, like, something that's, like, that should be driven by an authority figure, but instead, it's a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. I mean, I could see it if it's, like, 
it works as like a bit of camouflage to be out like on the road and yeah. broad daylight. Yeah. But still, I'm like a station wagon. I know a <laughs> station wagon is. <laughs> It's probably the, what, the Chevy Chase is in there. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. I also love like the scene where like the girls like, oh, that's what's his name, and it's like it says official use with the Illinois seal state, like Illinois state seal on it. Like, yeah. what? Which one of your like douchey high school boyfriends is driving Illinois state sealed for authority use only station wagon around? Um. Also, the music in this is done by John Carpenter. That's pretty well known. So, yeah. So um, fucking good. Very iconic score. The Halloween theme song is probably the best ever. Yeah. And I even love in this, too, like, he'll almost kind of, like, throw you off with See, the music, I, too. I disagree. I disagree that it throws you off because every time he's Michael Myers is coming... Or is around, they start playing that music. Not every time. Almost every time. And, like, any time that they don't play it is when it's the psych out. Because there's a point where they play it when he's um, kind of hiding around the bush or whatever at that one scene. Yeah. But then they don't play it later when she, like, has the jump scare when they bump to the cop. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know. There's... There are some scenes when, like, they play it and you don't see him right away and you're like, oh, shit, where is he? And then he does show up. But then the one that really got me was uh, when he first reveals himself to Jamie Lee Curtis, they don't play it. And you just see his his face, like, slowly come out of the out of the shadows after she sees, like, oh, yeah. after she sees the tombstone and she sees, like, her, like, uh, dead Bob and yeah. the the dead blonde chick, I can't remember her name, but holy shit, does she have a dumb dead face? <laughs> Chelsea <laughs> laughed with me when I, she opens the cupboard door and she's just like, ah, cross-eyed. <laughs> a cross-eyed dead face. But no, like when when she's like backed up against like the wall and then they oh, yeah. pan over to like the doorway and then his face just slowly is revealed. There's no music there and it's like, so fucking effective. Yeah, that is like actually stuck with me since the first time I ever saw it. It's so as good. It's like really haunting and very scary. That's why when they do shit like that, I'll bring up the strangers again. There's like a scene where uh, what's her what's the main actress that was in it? Was that Liv Tyler? Yeah. Where she's like talking on the phone and you see just one of them like just step out into the light a little bit behind her and she's not paying attention and then step back into the shadows creeps me the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) but um that yeah i do agree that like the first time when he's revealed to her yeah that's a very powerful scene yeah i also like a lot uh you bringing that up kind of reminds me i like how like there are large portions of this where you see it through michael myers eyes too Mm -hmm. like i don't think a lot of horror films do that where they show it from the killer's perspective and like he there's a lot of scenes where like you're you're following Michael Myers and seeing what he sees as he's walking and stalking these people where it's like that's almost scarier where you can like where it's like shit like you're aware that he's th- that he's here but they're not yeah and like you're following him where it's like shit yeah like when he comes across the boy with the that gets his pumpkin squashed or whatever. Yeah. And he just shows up on like the school property. Yeah. And he just watches the boy walk yeah, he away. Just follows him and just watches him where <laughs> yeah. you're like, what is he going to do? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty scary. Um, let me go back. My phone keeps shutting off. Um, 
an, one of the funnier things that I <clears throat> found in this is that <clears throat> no, even though Loomis has worked with this boy for like 15 years, it's his yeah. like life project. Yeah. And he is like telling everybody that this Michael Myers is a threat. Yeah. Nobody listens to him whatsoever. Yeah. Like when he's calling the cops on that payphone, he's like, you don't understand. He is a menace. Like he is coming for you guys in your town. You need to listen to me. And he's like, you can't hear what the, his re- the response is. And he's like, well, then you're as good as dead. <laughs> and he no. hangs up the phone. Loomis is a crazy person in this. <laughs> Like, even the scene when, like, those kids go up to the Myers house, and then he, like, fucks with them, where he's like, yeah. you better get your ass off this porch. <laughs> and they run away, and he's so proud of himself. Yeah. Like, this is the middle of trying to find a cold-blooded killer, and he's just yeah. like, mm, look what I did. <laughs> it's like, Loomis is an insane person. Like, I I would love to see, like, a backstory of Loomis, because I, I don't think he's sane in the slightest. He was just a doctor that was good at his job, and then came across Michael Myers, and then him trying to find out what's wrong with him drove him insane. I also like that, so where his uh, mental facility that Michael Myers has kept is 150 miles away from Haddonsfield. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, that isn't very far away. No. It's like a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. And like everybody makes it seem like it is a vast distance hey, to have, travel. Have you talked to enough people in, in small towns? Yes. Dude, I've, 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 talk, just... I've talked to people in small towns where it's like an hour away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I usually, anytime I tell anybody how far I live away from my job, yeah. they're just like, what oh my the God. fuck? Yeah. Are I you know. kidding? Yeah. If like, I do a wrestling... It's not that bad. I, if I do a wrestling show in Chicago, I'll tell someone that, and it's like, you drive that in a day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you drive down there, and you drive back in the same day. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you live with yourself? It's not that far. I know. It is <laughs> two and a half hours, maybe three with traffic at most. Yeah. But they and act like you're fucking going to mecca (laughs) uh anyway small town people do not like to travel much no they do not (laughs) so (laughs) anytime they bring up that adenfield is so like far away i'm just like i keep laughing to myself because and then it feels like it takes him all day to get yeah like michael myers is there immediately (laughs) loomis is taking his sweet ass time (laughs) yeah he's stopping at the side of the road to call the cops saying they're as good as dead (laughs) and then pokes around and finds that matchbook did that ever come up again no the matchbook was from the car that he stole because he was going through and he found the he found her cigarettes in the matchbook, and the matchbook was from the car. Got it. I, mi- I missed that detail. And there. then the, the guy in the truck was the jumpsuit that he stole. Got it. To replace his, his scrubs. Somehow I totally missed that detail. <laughs> I watched it, and I was like, that was weird. Maybe that'll come back later. No. It, it really doesn't, no. but yeah. it's just whatever. And I also like that in town... That the cop is, like, in investigating this hardware store break-in. Yeah. And they're like, 
what what happened? Ah, must just been some kids. They just yeah. stole some mass rope and knives. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what kids steal this, these terrible things? <laughs> They're probably just up to just boys being boys. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what? <laughs> it's it's just a serial killer checklist. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's like up to, again, the whole like domestication thing. Like you live in this small town where it's like, oh, it's probably nothing. Right. There's probably so many things that go on. Oh, probably nothing. Right. It's going to be a man that murders three people <laughs> by the end of it. Probably nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what else? I just have that another note that... All the sex in this movie is so fast. Because <laughs> even Bob, like, is a two-pump jump when oh my it comes God. to he, it. Yeah, he, he fucks super fast. <laughs> and to then, the, uh... To the point where, it, like, they're just fooling around and then the phone rings. And then they roll back over onto it. And then he, like, immediately rolls back and is like, Ah! Yeah! I, I got mine! Why don't you give me a beer, babe? <laughs> Why don't you get me... Oh my god, she wanted her beer so bad. Real bad. Hey, where's my beer? <laughs> I did like that, though, where Michael Myers not only killed Bob by pegging him yeah, to a wall with a stole his knife. glasses and made a ghost <laughs> outfit. <Yeah. laughs> like a nerdy Charlie yeah. Brown standing there. Chelsea said it looks like that Casey Affleck movie where he dressed up as a ghost and came upstairs. Yeah. Uh, I know, he was... <laughs> Jesus, yeah, he looks so fucking... Like, how does he have the wherewithal to know that, okay, if I'm going to fucking kill this chick without her freaking out right away, I got to dress up like Ghost Bob. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that scene went on for a long time, too. And I was like, okay, I get the shtick. Yeah. Just do something else. Because, like, it was like a full-on maybe minute and I'm like, oh my god, this can only go on so long yeah. before I lose. Thank interest. God, thank God, phones are cordless now. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. It kills her with a telephone cord. <laughs> um, hey I, Troy, why don't yeah. you give me a beer? Where's my beer? <laughs> For those not not that can't see this, which is everyone, Troy trying to do the Bob glasses. With his hands. There you go. <laughs> Lucky the Oh no, you these microphones have cords. You better watch out, buddy. Oh no. <laughs> I hope Lori doesn't call me. Uh just some more facts about this movie, because I've pretty much gone through all my little notes here. Yeah. But um from a budget of just over three hundred thousand dollars, the film went on to gross forty seven million domestically. And in two thousand eight, takings that would be equivalent of hundred and fifty million. I think that's when this note was taking place. Uh, making Halloween the most successful independent film of all time. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty sweet. And then another thing is, as the movie was actually shot early spring in Southern California, and it was supposed to be in Illinois in late October, yeah. <laughs> the crew had to buy paper leaves from a decorator and paint them in the desired autumn colors and then scatter them in filming locations. Uh, to save money God. after a scene was filmed, the leaves were raked up and reused in other scenes. <laughs> and however, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter note on the DVD audio commentary, the trees were quite full and green, which I remembered this from like another 
uh, note that I had, and I was like, yeah, this is a lush landscape here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, despite that Illinois in October, the leaves would probably be mostly gone. There would be no palm trees due to Illinois cold climate, and the state is mostly full of deciduous trees. Yeah, it did not look cold there in the slightest, no. either. Like, they're wearing coats, but it looks hot as fuck there. Yeah, like... <laughs> Every lawn and tree in this is, like, at the yeah. peak of its yeah. <laughs> green season. You could not find a greener landscape <laughs> than Haddonfield, Illinois, in the middle of October. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, like, I when I was watching this again this time, I was trying to pay attention to, like, how autumn they made it look. And it literally was like so they just had a garbage bag of leaves to throw them down, just to pick them back up, yeah. and then use them for the next. But in all honesty, that'd probably be shit that we do. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> we probably wouldn't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll like try and like film like a summer movie in the middle of winter, and we'll just like throw on a bunch of like, green shit, like try and spray paint the snow green. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I overall like I really like this movie. Like, quite a bit, but I don't think I liked it as much as I had on previous viewings. Okay. Watching it with a more critical eye this time, I think the things that I have gripes about, they fix in future, but still good slasher flicks. Yeah. Where I like the looming kind of... If they're going to play it like a looming, like, real human character i think they perfected that in like future movies okay but if they want to be also like the supernatural predator i think they do bet that better in this in other movies as well okay and also there were a few times where like i thought even though i love the halloween theme i thought it was ill placed in a few places where it didn't really help drive the tension and it just kind of for me, spoiled a little bit of something. All right. But that those are, like, my only really big critiques. Yeah. But being the first, like, slasher horror movie out of the gate... Yeah. They, like, set a precedent of what was to come. So I still appreciate that. No, yeah. I, I Yeah, I, I appreciate it just for the fact that it's, like... Because of the first slasher film, it's not drawing from other slasher films. Like, this is John Carpenter being, like, I'm making this film... Because of this. Like, mm -hmm. he's not being like, oh, I'm going to copy Halloween. Right. <laughs> right. And, like, that's why I like this a lot. Where, like, I feel like he's actually trying to convey a lot of, like, what I think horror should really focus on. Where it's like, yeah, let's talk about, like, how we're so comfortable in our, in our comfortable lives that if a mass murderer comes through, we could literally give less of a fuck. Or we'll just be like, oh, that's just... Bobby playing games with me, it's or whatever, and I like that a lot more than like a, like this whole code of horror where it's like, well, if you fuck someone, you die, you die, right. or like trying to explain like even the origins of what Michael Myers is or what Jason is or what Freddy is. It's like, like I love that they they leave so much to your imagination that mm -hmm. that's almost what drives you more crazy than what's actually going on. Yeah. And I think that's what he tries to play throughout all of this, even down to like okay, Michael Myers is shot and dead, but he's he disappears at the end. So what happened to him? Like no one can explain that. And I think that's like that's just leads to like the main thing of this whole movie where it's like the unexplainable is more terrifying than 
what you've seen and what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that he's still out there is even scarier than the fact that you've seen him murder people. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um... And I think that's what that, that's what's making me look forward to this new Halloween where like I think when I first heard that they were only going to draw from the first movie and it's going to be 40 years later and Michael Myers comes back I was like that's kind of stupid but now that I'm like thinking about it now it's like like this it could be a really cool uh like statement on like especially things nowadays where women are coming out like 20 or 30 years after they've been like abused mm -hmm. and being like, this still fucks with me. Yeah. And like, like <clears throat> I don't remember too much about, I didn't remember too much about like what happened in Halloween when I made those statements, but like watching this and like seeing the, the shit Laurie Strode goes through mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, 40 years later, that would fuck with me too. <laughs> <clears throat> so like, I'm, I'm glad the new Halloween is getting like pretty high marks from people who've seen it already. But I, the, um, if you don't know already, they're only taking Halloween, the first one here that we reviewed, yeah. in, as canon, mm -hmm. and the second one doesn't happen. Yeah. But, like, they've already kind of done this idea in Halloween H2O, where 20 years later, Michael Myers comes back to terrorize Laurie again, but... But this is after all of the sequels and stuff, too. Yeah, but in that one, I found out, too, they only take one and two as canon. Oh, really? The, like, three, four, and maybe five. I don't remember how many there I are. I think they only did three and four. Well, no, three, three was a completely different thing. Right. Four was the one with Paul Rudd in it, I think. Is that five? Maybe I should look this up. I think the one with, I think, I think the one with Paul Rudd is five. I don't remember the one with four at all. Yeah, because I think, like, up. 4, like, really sucked. Like, I guess, like, he didn't even wear the the white mask or something, maybe? Really? I don't know. <laughs> um, the one I always saw was the one with Paul Rudd, which is the curse of Michael Myers. I think that one's the fifth one. I'm trying to find a... People are probably like, these guys are idiots. Yeah, why are you even doing a fucking podcast on Halloween? <laughs> you don't even know your goddamn facts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, three is the one with the the weird mask with the worm face. <laughs> yeah, the the mask that turns people's into snakes or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen that either. I haven't either. I, I the one I think the one that I've seen the the one Halloween movie I've seen the most is the the one with Paul Rudd in it. Me too. That one's the one that's always like on stars or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, so there's Halloween, Halloween 2, yeah. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, yeah. Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers, oh. Halloween 5, The Revenge of uh, Michael Myers, and then Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, Oh, so there you Halloween go. Halloween H20, and then Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, Holy with shit. Busta Rhymes in it. <laughs> I have never seen Halloween Resurrection or... Halloween 5? I saw the beginning of Halloween Resurrection where he kills Laurie Strode in the first five minutes. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's bad. I think I've only ever seen Halloween, Halloween 2, and then the Halloween 6. Yeah. 
Oh, I've, and I've seen H2O, but... Yeah, I've seen H2O. H2O is not terrible. I don't hate H2O either, yeah. but I only saw it... I saw it, like, when it came out. So, yeah. like, I don't know what I remember of it, really. Yeah. I remember, like, doesn't Lori, like, chop off Michael Myers' head, but it's yeah. not really Michael Myers? No, it, no, it's it's still him, I think. Because that was supposed to be, like, the ending ending, and then they did Resurrection. Oh, when they say, like... He switched places with like paramedic or something. Is that how they explained it? I'm pretty Maybe. sure that's what it was. Maybe. Anyways, I don't even remember what my original point of this was gonna be. <laughs> but H2O was was supposed only supposed to be a sequel from Halloween two. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Um. So with that, in Halloween two, they make Laurie Strode Michael Myers's biological sibling. Yeah. So in this, she's not. Yeah. But why is Michael Myers after Lori? Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just the fact that he goes back to Haddonfield. And she's just in the wrong and place, yeah. wrong time. Well, she, like, in this, they kind of make it seem where, like, she wants him to come back. Like, she wants to get revenge. Like, Well, I'm in, in the first one, like, here. Yeah. Like, is, there's no other reason? Like... No, she's just there. Like, he see Like, she... Drops the the key off at the at the Myers house and sees her, and then oh, and then that's what okay. makes that's what makes him follow her. Okay, all right, that's good enough, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that he, was because I I was like well, then okay if he comes back, because I always thought that like they were siblings. The, the, like this whole time because yeah. I guess if you watch any other movie they would be yeah. But so, like, if they're taking that as like not canon, I was just like, then why does he make her such a big deal? Yeah, I suppose. No, he just he's he's she's the first person he sees when he's at his at his house, right? And just kind of follows her from there. Isn't that fucked up? So like, <laughs> so like in future movies, like Jamie Lee Curtis is like just sometimes his sister, sometimes not, but she's always just back to play her role. Hey man, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is kick ass, man. <laughs> That's right. True Lies. She's. She's fucking kicked full, ass in True Lies. She's full on, like, Sarah Connor in this new movie. No it shit. Looks like. No shit. I'm looking forward to it, man. She looks <laughs> badass in this. Like, she's got that fucking... She's got that silver fox-ass hair. <laughs> That's like, right. she looks she's about ready to kick some fucking ass. Hopefully she does. Yeah. We'll see. But I love the whole idea of it where it's, like, you're actually seeing, like, Laurie Strode as, like, an abuse victim where she's like, I want to fight back. I want to take my life back and the only way i think i can do it is if i confront this person that took away my life 40 yeah. years ago yeah i love the idea of that now yeah good deal so i i really don't have much else to say about halloween so unless you do um I'm ready to give it a full grade you know when i watched this i got like a lot of and i know people fucking hate this movie but i got a lot of uh like thinking back to the movie Death Proof. Oh really? Yeah, cause I, I don't know. Like, I got like the whole like the whole like uh, Michael Myers like stalking people in cars and shit. Okay. And like I kind of see, uh, uh, Kurt Russell's character as like a Michael Myers type, where instead of being, like, very antisocial and kind of stalking from far away. Like, he gets really close to his victims and is, like, almost personable with them, which is, like, sure. almost scarier. 
Like, I don't know. I've always... I don't know. I've always been, like, a bigger <laughs> fan of Death Proof than other people that I've known. Oh, yeah. You're a total stan. I know. I love Death Proof, <laughs> and people fucking hate it. And I understand that it, like, it totally cuts itself off halfway through the movie where it just focuses on a completely different group of, of girls uh-huh. where it almost takes away the attention from the first half. But I've always loved the idea of, like, this slasher film with a car. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I got like we I got like uh death proof vibes from watching this again where it's like Kurt Russell in Death Proof is like the anti Michael Myers where instead of watching him far away, he gets really close and that almost makes him scarier. Hmm. So I, I like the idea of that, but no, yeah, I I I really enjoyed watching it this second time around and I, I get, like, the gripes where, like, maybe the music's not the best here and there, and it is slower than most slasher films, but it this this viewing of Halloween felt like an unpolluted version of, like, what slasher films should be. Like, he mm-hmm. went into it with an idea, and then all other slasher films after this were like, well, let's do what Halloween did here. And then, and then after that, like, well, let's do what Friday the 13th did here mm-hmm. where it's like, this is like the slasher film. Like I'm drawing from no other previous films that did this. And I'm drawing off of this inspiration and it, it felt more genuine. And I really like that. So I'm going to give this a solid B plus. Okay. I um, am going to take that B plus. Yeah. And maybe, in my eyes, downgraded a little bit. I'm gonna give it a a low B, but not quite a B minus. Okay. When it first started out, I was in the B minus territory because I thought it was a lot campier than I remember. Yeah. And maybe it's just the time that it came out in. Mm-hmm. But um, as it went on, I was like, okay, this is this is okay. There were a few little things that I already said that I'm like, yeah, I think that's fine tuned in mm-hmm. later movies, but. I would say a, like a low B, but yeah. I would still recommend anybody to see it. Oh no, yeah, I understand that it is slower, but the but... the pacing of it I thought was fine. Really? Yeah, and okay. I didn't have. There was only just a few scenes where I was like, "You just need to chop it up a little bit here because yeah. we're just waiting." Yeah. But overall, I thought the pacing of the movie was fine. It's like yeah. ninety minutes long. Yeah, no, it's not that long at all. Yeah, and I think once once they get to where Laurie is caught up with what the fuck's going on then mm-hmm. it, it's like non-stop from there yeah and it's really fucking good yeah <clears throat> even though like she does she does do one stupid thing where she goes in the most flimsy <laughs> closet <laughs> imaginable yeah I, I thought too and i'm like why is michael myers having such a hard time opening this closet oh my god i know she was like she like <laughs> even looks punched through a door <laughs> she even yeah she even like walks over to the balcony where she's like i could jump no i'm just gonna hide in this flimsy ass (laughs) closet like the the closet like she's even like tying the knobs together where it's like that closet door i could punch that closet door (laughs) yeah 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 right but like i get it yeah sure it like strenuous situation okay you're you're making a dumb choice there but yeah oh my god i was like (laughs) closet is the most flimsy fucking thing yep but no i i really i i really loved this viewing of halloween i had a really good time watching it i wish i would have been in your film class for 
uh, this movie. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I dropped in on your film class for Psycho. Was, yeah, Psycho, yeah. And it, re- it really gave me a deeper appreciation for that movie, too. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever think I ever saw it in full. Yeah. So when, even though they, like, paused the movie and, like, would explain things there, I was like, really? And I got into it more, and I would yeah. be like, I'd really watch the scene in detail. Mm-hmm. I think that would even be, like, the only other reason why I'd even want to do, like, a movie review podcast. It's just, like, that one class that I took, <laughs> which was far more interesting than any college class that I've ever taken. <laughs> that class is fun as fuck, man. Yeah. It, it, like, made the analytical parts of my brain work more after that. Yeah. For, like, movies. <laughs> like, it made you, like, oh, okay, let me let me figure out why they did this. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I turn my brain off and I'm like, this sucked. Venom. And I fart noises for the whole time. <laughs> but, uh, I, um, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. But, no, yeah, Halloween, lots of fun. Yeah. Um, so, JT, is there anything else you were into this last week besides the spooky Halloween? Well, uh, me and Molly went and saw the new film First Man with Ryan Gosling. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely Uh-oh. slow. Yeah, look, <laughs> Molly loved it, uh-huh. and I just thought it was a lot slower than it needed to be. It, it gets over two hours long. Okay. And... Like there are interesting parts of it. Like I, I like their portrayal of astronauts in this because they almost kind of make the the NASA program almost seem like kind of a war film. Okay. Where it's like even like the shit they go through in space is so disorienting. Kind of like that from a uh, Saving Private Ryan, where it's just like you go out on a beach and just everything is chaos. Okay. Like that's kind of like that feeling I got in some of these missions. That they go on in this where, like, things are spinning so fast that they're about to pass out. Unless you, like, pull the right levers and push the right buttons, you're going to just die in space. And they really convey that really well. But I think a lot of the scenes leading up to that draw on way too long sometimes. Okay. And not not even given the fact that, like, you know how a lot of these things are going to play out because... Spoiler alert, Neil Armstrong does land on the moon. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but they do they do some cool stuff in there and like I'm not going to completely like write it off, but definitely be aware that it's it's kind of a drag in, in certain points. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And uh I also saw the film A Prayer Before Dawn. I think I brought this up a long time ago, but it's like it's about this guy who was like a was like a kickboxer in Thailand who gets put in prison for doing heroin, and they actually <laughs> film a lot of this film. I I read that they film a lot of this in an actual Thailand prison. Okay, and it is fucked. <laughs> oh, really? It is. It it it's good, but holy shit, you do not want to go to prison in Thailand. <laughs> holy shit, it is. They make that seem like the worst shit ever. Like oh the the prison guards are super corrupt. Where like if you actually need medicine, they're like, okay, we got your medicine. What are you gonna give me? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like he needs pain pills or he's gonna go fucking insane. And they're just like, <laughs> all right, well, uh, we need this to happen. So if you do that, we'll totally give you the medicine that you're clinically prescribed. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, 
because a lot of the guards are corrupt and they're kind of lazy. They like actually like make some of the prisoners like leaders of certain blocks of the prison. Uh-huh. So you're like governed by other prisoners oh, that are like gang members. Like if you like, there's like a scene literally where like the guy like talks back to them and then they have a guy take a syringe pull a bunch of blood out of his arm and says, I have AIDS and pulls it up to his neck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> so it is, it is fucked. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, you do not want to owe anyone anything in that. And you do not want to be on anyone's bad side because someone could just sneak up and be like, I'm going to rape you or give you AIDS. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, Prayer Before Dawn. Christ. It is a fuck. It, it's it's intense, but I I thought it was really good. Oh boy. Well. And uh, <laughs> uh, I also watched some TV. All right. Uh, me and Molly started watching The Deuce. Okay. The uh the show on HBO, which is pretty good. It's like uh, if you ever seen The Wire, it's like The Wire for the sex for like sex trade yeah in like the 70s right yeah yep yeah it's like they deal a lot with like prostitution and uh the the beginnings of like uh porno porno films okay that's the one like scorsese's a producer i think so and it's created by the guys who did the wire okay and like james franco plays twins in it uh-huh but it's like he i think he's actually really good in it like he plays it enough where it's like they both have like the same mustache and the same haircut, but like how he plays both of them, you can tell who's who. Okay. And it's really good. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it. She's really good. And we're only I think we're almost done with the first season, but okay. it's 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 good so far. It's really right. fun to see how like how all this plays out. Like from like the the pimps up to like how the police handle the sex trade. All right. On like the on like Forty Second Street in New York City, it's really interesting, really good. Dang. Okay. And uh, a show that I was gonna bring up to you that you should definitely watch okay. on Netflix. All right. The Haunting in Hill House. Yeah. Really fucking good. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, I'm I'm three episodes in and it's really fucking good. It's really interesting too. Like, uh, it's. By the same guy that did uh, Hush and uh, what we saw with um, Carlo Gugino in it, uh, Gerald's Game. Okay. It's like the same director, and he does all the episodes for it. He directs all the episodes for it. And it's really good. It's like uh, the best description I've heard for it is like it's the the horror version of This Is Us. (laughs) (laughs) Where where (laughs) – you're uh you see this family like 25 years in the past that live in hill house and then you go in the future to now where you see all the kids grown up and they're all kind of fucked in their own way mm-hmm. and you see how them living in hill house affected what they are it's like watching clips of a horror movie and then seeing the app and then the whole series is the aftermath of that horror movie okay. and then you're piecing together what happened in this horror movie based on how they're acting in the re- in the real world okay as adults all right like it's it's really fucking good and like every every uh there's like five children and they all kind of get like their own episode to like kind of convey what they are or like how they're living 
their life now. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. All right. See if I can get uh, convinced the lady. She well. I mean, maybe I mean, I'll just yeah. watch it without her. <laughs> I mean, there there are horror aspects, but I think the more interesting aspect of it is that you definitely get like a character breakdown of all of these different people, and like why they are what they are. Like even. Like, the first episode, they focused mostly on, like, the oldest son, Steven. Mm-hmm. And, like, he saw the least out of anyone in terms of, like, ghosts or crazy paranormal shit that happened in the house. Uh-huh. And you follow him, and you see, like, how he's dealing with, like, all these people being crazy around him. And then you kind of work your way down to, like, the siblings that saw more crazy shit. And then you work your way down to where, like, the one that's seen the most crazy shit... And it's like, oh, sh- now I know why you're crazy. Now I know why he thinks you're crazy. And it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a ladder where it's, you're just working your way down to seeing like why this family is why the way it is. Oh boy, it's really good. All right, okay. Um, to go back on the your first man thing, I listened to this show. Um, I brought it up a bunch of times called Lights, Camera, Barstool. Yeah. And they are really looking forward to First Man. Yeah. Like, like that it'll be their best, like, their favorite picture <laughs> of the year or whatever. Yeah. And just gauging, like, by your reaction of it, I just want to hear what they have to say when they finally <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah, because it's done by Damien Chazelle. Yeah. And it's not anything like I've seen of his before. Okay. Like, of all I've seen before is Whiplash and La La Land, and they are a lot more action-packed than First Man is. All right. All right. I saw, um, going back to something spooky for this <laughs> Halloween, spooky. I watched Red Letter Media's two-parter on the Psycho franchise. Yeah. Um, they talk about, uh... One, two, three, and the TV movie of four. Yeah. And their whole in-depth analysis on it. And it's really interesting because they really know a lot about the ins and outs of, like, who made it and did the soundtrack and all this kind of stuff. Oh, nice. Um, so that's really interesting. The first one goes over one and two. Mm-hmm. And the second one goes over three and four. And uh, they really talked about, like... The basis on how Psycho 1 set this precedent of, like, these horror movies and everything that it created from there. And mm-hmm. Psycho 2, how it's, like, a actually worthy sequel that came out, like, yeah, many I, years I, I've later. I've heard Psycho 2 is actually really good. And then Psycho 3 um, is directed by the guy who plays um, Norman Bates. Yeah. And it takes it in a direction that... I guess isn't really, it's not really a great movie, but one of the guys says he likes it for just certain reasons because of its weird campiness or something to yeah, it. Yeah. And then Psycho 4 is a Showtime movie mm-hmm. um, that came out, which it's supposed kind to be of, a prequel. It's like, it's both. It's like a prequel sequel. Oh, really? So it shows like what happens to Norman before Psycho 1. Yeah. But it also is actually currently happening happening like later in his life oh shit and so it's doing a little bit of both but i think it disregards psycho three <laughs> i'm not sure i can't remember now but it uh 
I would like to go back and watch the original Psycho again and Psycho 2 because I've never seen it. Yeah, that would be interesting. At least for sure. Like, I don't know if I'd go back and watch Psycho 4 or Psycho 3 from yeah, their yeah. analysis from it. Yeah, yeah. But they said they liked them both for different reasons. One of them actually said they liked Psycho 4 more than 3. Yeah. Because it gave an aspect on, like, Norman Bates's like, psychology. Mm-hmm. Whereas they do that in one movie, whereas, like, Bates Hotel, the series, went five seasons to yeah. tell that kind of story. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, it's whatever. It's like a crapshoot in what you like or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. found that pretty interesting. Yeah. And that's like maybe an hour and a half of your time to oh, watch wow. both parts. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd be for that. And then um, I also just wrapped up uh, reading a few Batman books featuring Ra's oh, really? al Ghul from, Batman? The, from the 70s. Why are you reading Batman, really? You're reading a lot of Batman lately. No fucking kidding. <laughs> anyway, so, like, the 70s is, like, a weird time, at least early 70s, for Batman stuff, because it still has, like, the sensibilities of, like, the 60s campy Batman. Yeah. But the art style changed with, like, Neil Adams coming onto it. So it's got, like, a... Like a lifelike re- representation of people and doesn't have this campy look, yeah. but it still is campy. Yeah. And it doesn't mesh well, I think. <laughs> it's still making a transition to where Batman becomes like darker and brooding again, but it's only halfway yeah. there. And like so. He just comes out of the shadows and says, Drink your milk. <laughs> it's like, it's weird because they're chasing down Ra's al Ghul, for instance. So Batman goes to like Sweden. And that's where he's trying to track him down. And he's like, good thing I brought my good Olympic skier friend. (laughs) (laughs) Going at the Holm Globetrotters here to... (laughs) Yeah. So it's just stuff like that. And so, like, some issues I thought were fun one-offs where it's like, oh, no, a man's dressing up as the Grim Reaper and killing kids. And there's, like, this... (laughs) And, like... There's a lot of murder that happens in these Batman books for how campy there are now that I'm thinking about it. But there's one issue for certain that I'm talking about this guy dressed up as Grim Reaper. It's like a legit Scooby-Doo episode where they unmask him. Was like, Old Man, Old Man Jenkins! <laughs> no, but it's like there's this one kid that Dick Grayson is hanging around where there's like this Halloween like parade going on. And this kid is infatuated with floats. Like, he shows up five times and he's like, Did anyone see those floats? Why do they call them floats? Floats are cool. I love floats. And, like, he is so much in a trance about how he loves floats. He, like, walks into a death trap, essentially. Oh, my God. Anyway. The kid was not meant to live. <laughs> I had with fun his with love it. Of floats. I had fun with it, is what I'm saying. But that's all I've been into this week, JT. All right. Well, if people want to explain to you how floats work, where could they do that? Man, build me a float at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Bucky for everyone on Snapchat? Troy. You can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. All of our episodes are also uploaded onto Facebook if you're a fan of the Facebook. Yep. And on our hosting site at ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. But if you don't want to listen there... No skin off our backs, because we're on a multitude of platforms, such as iTunes, 
Spotify, <gasps> Google Podcasts. <gasps> We're everywhere. We're on Alexa devices, Ben. So check us out on all those platforms. And if you listen to an Apple product, yeah, and you are on Apple Podcasts, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want you to give us a rate and a review there because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write into the show, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. So do all of those things. Don't forget to vote for the tourney of cla- uh, random movies. They're classics. They're classics. Uh, this week. They're classics like uh, Beer Fest and You're Next. <laughs> so vote on those. Um, also, before we go off, I was also a guest uh, as well with Ghost Hunter Dave on the Pulp the not pulp pop culture punks podcast where they talk about the creative process and what made us want to do what we do and all that kind of stuff i bring up this show often and you it. do um i was surprised how much you brought it up well I was it's expecting it buried under all the comic <laughs> shit <and then> it's, <laughs> nah, you bring nah. up a, oh wow this was the spur of what was yet to come in all of my podcasting Blah blah blah, yakety yeah. schmackety. So we started this first. Glad to see, glad to see you. Don't forget where you came from. That's Troy. right. I'm still looking out Get for the roots. little man. Get them roots. <laughs> yeah, you know them roots, brah. Uh, so that's the show for this week. Until next time. Here's Sting with a cut off of it. No. Fuck it. <laughs> um, that's gonna be the show for this week. Uh, join us Monday. Monday we got the. Revisiting of That's right. our t- test pilot. Right. Where uh, I've got a show, Troy's got a show, and then we're both doing The Rookie. Right. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion <laughs> is, is a cop, bros. That's right. And then we're going to be doing the new Halloween next week. That's right. And, uh,. For our last episode, since it's gonna we're gonna be recording it on Halloween night, I had an idea that we will do a horror film from you fans, and based off of your uh, suggestions and suggestions from myself and Troy, we have uh, Dinosaur Neil that suggested Hereditary. Yep, we'll put that in the poll. We have a person that suggested we do. Dawn of the Dead. I didn't know which one he meant it meant, but I'm gonna do the sweet Zack Snyder <laughs> remake version because okay. I I do not like the original. <laughs> okay. And then uh, my idea was I was thinking of doing the film Trick or Treat. I haven't watched that in a while, and I think okay. it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Troy, you said you were going to reveal one for me right now. That's right. What what's your idea for a horror film that we do on Halloween night? Well, my idea changed because I think when we were going over the list of Halloween movies and I haven't seen season or season of the witch. Yeah, I'm gonna say Halloween three, season of the witch. Halloween three, season of the witch. Yeah. So there you go. We have four horror films, and then if we're feeling froggy for that Monday after our new Halloween movie app we might do the runner-up for that monday up so we'll see sounds good we will see but there you go we got some horror films lined up on the docket for our spooky (laughs) halloween season we'll see 
which one we review down the pipeline. I'll put a poll up on our Twitter, so look out for that and vote for the one that you want us to talk about on Halloween night. That's right. Good picks. Good picks. Good picks. But until we get to Monday, where we do our revisit of our missed pilots. Missed TV pilots. Um, Test pilots. I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we are off.